0: The blink of an eye. The blink of an eye. Don't blink. If I raise my voice here, test, test. If I raise my voice a little bit, does it still sound crispy as hell? Oh, it's still fucking crispy. It's crispy like a a rice krispie treat. Yeah, it sounds crispy as fuck. All right, we're good to go here. Let's start the show. We've already started, Kai, and I'll (laughs) say. well i mean you know, i'm not not gonna keep the full seven minutes i'll pare it down a little bit but with this episode being crispy as fuck you coming in right before you left wobbling like an old man back <laughs> you, you said that you prepared nothing for this episode you came back wobbling and hobbling like an old man you took a sip you took a seven minute intermission to try to fix your audio and now kai we're here yeah we're here What's, I love uh, it. Why are you hobbling like an old man? It's something with my back, that's all. Are you, you know, okay? Well, I'm here today, Sean, to check in with you, right? And, and yeah. I'm so happy to be back on the blink of an uh blink of an eye. Did <laughs> you even know the name of the show? <laughs> the blink of an eye. <laughs> you got but, it. But something happened since the last time you've been on the show is that I now have a spinoff series. I don't know if oh, you know about this. Oh, you consider it a spinoff? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, because it's, it's the blink of an eye multiverse. It's the right, blink of an eye-verse. Right. I'll say. And, uh, but and I so, mean, you're, you're really jumping into it. You're jumping in quick. Well, I was, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm here. I'm excited. And and it's going to lead me into why my back hurts. Oh, it's okay. Because, but hey, go ahead. I'll, I'll go off your um, meter, as we say in the industry, meter. You're, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> learning all the words now because you got your own show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll say... I I think we have to catch the audience up 10 minutes into the episode. They they're like, what's going on? I, I, where's, uh, we have Kai, we have Sean, Sean's hosting regularly, but where's Nick? Right. Right. Do you know where Nick is? I have a vague understanding. I know that he is on a trip, a trip. I mean, do you not know anything about the Nick's whereabouts? You know, I haven't seen him. Haven't heard from him. (laughs) That's a little odd for, you know, your, your best mate. But yeah, uh, I mean, he, I, he, he texted me. He said, you know, you want to record tomorrow? I was sitting in the recording room for a good three hours. He never showed up, texted him, didn't send me anything. So I, I'm wondering if, I'm uh, wondering well, if he should. It's okay. I know, I know he went on vacation uh, east. He's very far east. I believe he's in Europe currently. Wow. I mean, this Nick guy that we're both best chums with in the whole yeah. world, I love Nick. He is a world traveler. I feel like last time... I was called on. He was in the Arctic Circle. He was in the Arctic. You know? yeah. And now he's out there. How he's he's in the Far East, as they say. You talked about a spinoff. I'm wondering if we should uh, make a new spinoff. Where in the world is Nick? Yeah, have I you ever seen, seen the, the... <laughs> that show? Never... Yeah, where, where have, in you oh, have you ever boys. seen the Wiggles? San Diego. Have you ever seen the Wiggles? Please enlighten me. What does the Wiggles have to do with what I said? Do you remember the purple Wiggle? No <laughs> I think you're a little younger than me, Nick. uh you're Kai. Kind Kai of Here's the thing it it was way way after my time that the Wiggles came out, but I that still happened. watched it, but I still watched it. I watched I had it as an those. those. yeah, yeah. and so the shows The purple wiggle his name is Jeff and he would fall asleep in various places. That was his thing. he'd fall asleep. He could fall asleep on a park bench. he could yeah. fall asleep at the top of the Empire State Building. He could fall asleep in a in a in a hay barrel filled of full of needles right? Wow. And yeah. they would sing this song that was "Where's Jeff? Is he sleeping outside? Where's Jeff? Has he gone for a ride? Where's Jeff? And he would go like that. Now, yeah. I'm thinking this is very similar to the spinoff that we're right now we're we're brainstorming for Nick. Where's Nick? Where's Nick in the world, right? And we can have that be sort of like, yeah, this is the third show in the multiverse. In The multiverse. Or in the, it's not a multiverse, it's just the verse. It is a single universe because we haven't branched off yet into- In, in the blink-verse, yeah. blink verse. yeah. I think uh, there is an infinite multiverse uh, that we will delve into uh, probably in our 100th episode. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Kai, oh, Kai's typing. Uh-huh. Don't <laughs> Kai's... forsake Kai's trying to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to kind of prep you here because I don't think that we need to come in prepared for this show because we, first of all, have a lot of catching up to do. For the sake of the viewers, it's important that me and you are on the same page. Okay? We are on the same page. No, we're right. not. No, we're not. Oh I'm tell- no. I'm going to tell you right now that we're not on the same page. Okay, okay. Because okay. you've been a you've been a little dirty bad boy, bad boy. Is you. this because I'm you're saying, "Oh, Sean's laying down." Right now no, you are recording it, Sean's in his bed? No, no, laying in a way you've been laying down because you've been laying down your my expectations. We people we're supposed to be we're supposed to be getting ready for a show right now. Well, we're, we're, we're doing the Blink of an Eye podcast right now, but we should be getting ready. There's a there's a threesome in our midst, and it's me, Nick, and Sean. Uh huh. And me and Nick have been very at it. We've been going to these... We've been doing these classes. We've been out in the scene, okay, of the city, of New York City. I haven't seen Sean's ass. I can't get a whiff of him, okay? He's been <laughs> incognito, people. And if you're a fan of the show, then you're probably a fan of Sean's live action performances. And... They're sorely lacking. And this is why I'm coming in here and I'm lighting a fire under your ass, Sean. I, I have to do it because the fans won't. The fans won't. They don't have the guts. They worship you. I don't worship yeah. anyone besides my wow. mutter. Besides my mutter. Your mutter. My mutter. Now, that reminds me of this thing. It's called the Tough mutter. Have you ever run the Tough mutter? That's a horse. no. your mother is a tough mother is what you're telling me uh yeah, there's yeah. a there's a race we have to run through dirt you have to climb up walls under barbed wire have you That's done this both, uh my brother did my tough brother you so might why not i uh, why isn't he on the show why am i not talking to him oh shit <laughs> oh so, yeah okay well i'll say in regards to your accusations of mm-hmm. me not being on the scene, uh, you know, I know you live in Jersey, right? Barely, barely. You've. Bar- I live, I live full hog right in the middle of Jersey, pinpointed. I, I know you do. I, it's it's tough. It's tough. I'm looking. I'm looking to get up, get on up. Closer to to New York City, you know. Every day, I kind of feel like I'm getting a little closer. Okay, hold on, hold on. This is going to be so. I'm I'm going to break through the fourth wall here. Wow. This is going to be this is going to be so forward. Wow. And this this could be we could look back and the people are going to love this. That we could look back. Yeah. And history could be made. But I my current roommate here. Wow. You know I'm in a very good situation to get to Manhattan. You know that. Yeah, yeah I do. You know I'm in probably one of the best neighborhoods to do that. Without right. being in Manhattan, right? Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to disclose. Well, you know, it's whatever I, we we could if we wanted to, but we're not. We've mentioned it on the. Pod. They're moving out. Ugh. They're moving out in May, and the lease goes up in at the end of July, July the 29th of July. So I need a new roommate by July 29th, essentially. That the what? first the first date that the this new person could come in would be I think July 29th or August 1st. And so you're you're bringing this up on the podcast because you want to ask any audience member, any random stranger, to be no. with you, right? No, oh, I'm asking you. You what? Well. Yeah, because well. here's the thing: I only need a roommate for one more year, so I want to make it the best year of my life. And who better wow. to spend it with than the best person that I know in this life? Wow, Sean wow. Mako 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 Long A, make your move. <laughs> so. Wow. So I want to throw that out there because there's still some wow. time. This is only we're only in the middle of April here. Spring has sprung, and, and it feels looking like, for for somebody to, to join you in June, July, July, the end of July. It's really August. August. It, wow. Is it so September y- now or no? The lease starts at uh, July 29th. I believe like the first date you can move in is like August 1st. So you pay for the month of August 1st. When does your roommate move out? In May. She's moving out because she's a graduate student at NYU. They yeah. graduate. She's going back home. So, But she's going to pay the lease through to the and end I of can July. And just stay there rent-free, is what you're saying? You could stay here rent-free for, for uh, it, from mid-May to the end of July. And then wow. you have to start paying. What are you, my dad? <laughs> no, I'm your, I could be your roommate. Even worse. <laughs> what is monthly rent well i don't know if this is going to change or not or go up but again keeping in mind the neighborhood that i live in i think it's pretty okay right it's not crazy it's it's way too much i mean if you have any viewers that are not in the new york city area i mean this is ridiculous people but i'm going to say the number here out of the interest of marketing this to sean but it's 1300 a month per person yes Yes, exactly. Wow. That's right. Wow. But you, you, you really pay for the best spot, I think, one of the best spots in the city, without being in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like super accessible. So, I don't know. I, I guess you've never really gone out with me around here. Like we've, you've never, but you know where I'm at, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're Hoboken. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Jersey City. And my apartment specifically is right on top of the path. So Buy there's out. it's it's maybe a 5 maybe a 5 minute walk and that takes you right into 33rd Street station. Now does the path jiggle your apartment? Does no. Does it wiggle jiggle? No, it's not like that. Does your money For, jiggle jiggle? The path is first of all underground. Right. Second of all, no. I'm down the street from the path. So you go you come up the path there's a lot of bars, you go down Hudson Street. You said you were right. And on top. I'm on that. Yeah, so it's a it's a 5-minute walk tops. I'm down the street from the path. I'm saying some people live in Hoboken, they still have to take like a bus to the path. That's not that's not convenient. Convenient for me is walking. I don't need a bus. I don't need anything but my own two legs. My own two legs. And I I'm can saying, get anywhere in the city within a half hour. Anywhere. I wow. dare you to try to, you know, I dare you. I think right now Kai is showing Sean a path forward I'm trying to show you how to be a fucking adult <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean watch watch our team watch the threesome explode <laughs> people if it's constant communique if we have constant communique <laughs> like that watch the creativity start to become a wellspring we, we use this term wellspring and I think it's very applicable here to what could happen when two goateed men <laughs> unite and then there's another one that has basically a wife that's also committed to these other two men. Watch what happens with that. That's called chemistry. Now, bringing up another point that, that you briefly touched on just a moment ago, you, you said, uh, I you didn't explicitly say, but you did reference our friend nick where in the world is he but where's nick <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing nick as you 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 alluded to has a wife we we don't know if they're actually married but no, they're like, not like, i don't i don't, don't like believe they're colloquially uh, we like to say he's married he has a wife you know yeah, you know you know how guys rag on each other you know nah, the wife yeah exactly That's on nick talks yeah exactly <laughs> and i'll say i too have a wife mm-hmm. not legally not on paper mm-hmm. if you've listened if you listen to the pod which i know you are uh, a patreon subscriber nick thank you for your dollar a month my name's kai but that's fine what's your name kai when i do a podcast nick i <laughs> Usually talk to my friend Nick I so understand not... please Nick I'm talking all right sorry what well, I lost where I was excuse I me mean... <laughs> what we just keep I like how we're both kind of being <laughs> like, excuse me I'm talking <laughs> excuse me excuse me excuse me With... sorry Kai I you got were it right saying to... you were saying you also have a wife I have a wife. In a sense. Right. If you've listened to the podcast, you know that my wife is canonically uh, barren. She doesn't bear children. Uh, she'll never, ever give that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't resent her at all for it. Uh, she is a bit of a bum, which is fine. You know, she's got some issues. <laughs> In which she can't work legally, and we're Uh we're waiting for her to to finish up this lawsuit so she can get a a lot of money. It's starting to dawn on me that that money might never come. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I just tooted. Uh Uh-huh. So, Kai, and and obviously, all of this is... Uh my canonic backstory on the podcast. Some of it is Sean's real story. Yeah. How would you feel about two roommates? That's fine. I mean it's not the biggest apartment in the world, but that's completely fine. Yeah. It's all about it's all about you managing it. I'm gonna be basic I basically sleep here. Yeah, it's a place to put your hat. I do everything I do in the city, and then I just need a place to sleep and this is a really good area to, for also just, um it, it's it's a hub. It's a hub. The, you know you know what I compare Hoboken to? It's like an RPG <sighs> first town. You know, it's, it's wow. got like the main street. Everything's just on one street. It's got like douchebag people, but it also has some friendly people. And they're like, you know, you just kind of feel like you're in a little community. It's a very small, it, it's a very like familial area. And it's it's, I would call it a reprieve from that big city life. Oh, yeah. right, so you come home, you kind of unwind a little bit. There's bars. There's also just like cocktail little little places for a nice cocktail. Is there a place um, to park your car? There, so. I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm, this is a window here, and I live. We live across the street from a parking garage. Yeah. Wow. There's there's a bunch of them. So I'm right on the waterfront. If you if any of the viewers have been to Hoboken, you know that there are like the the, the big. If you look at from Manhattan onto Hoboken, you see the big W. Wow. The the, the W Hotel. Wow. Sense for wow and i am directly behind that so i am right on the water if you if you call out my apartment right now sean's future apartment and you walk down the block you were gonna need your floaties because you will go right into the hudson river beautiful beautiful i go on my morning runs i can't believe it i go wow i go wow and then i think to myself where's nick now but, but no it, i mean it is it is a small place i want to i want to make it clear it's a small place but it's essentially going to be all yours you're going to have full access to most things because i'm not going to be here a lot um but yeah that's completely fine whatever you do with your room and then we have it's basically just a big kitchen and then two rooms very simple very just it's a it's got air condition. it's a nice just appliances nice appliances nice modern stuff the building's nice there's been no issues with bugs or like racks none of that and this is part apartment is twenty six hundred a month? Currently, yes. So I don't know if that's going to fluctuate or not, but uh, yeah, it's a lot, mm-hmm. especially for this, especially for the amount of space. But I'm, Maybe- I'm open. I'm open to looking with you for another place if you find something cheaper. But I think this is the cheapest option uh, for where for where we're at here. Yeah, I hear you. I I understand your your little hub world analogy. I've played, you know, Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. Uh, I got into Pokemon, you know, back in the yeah, day. Right. So, right. Uh-huh. so I, I get it. I know. Here's what I recommend. I think you should come by and check it out and see what you think. And then a lot of people right now are moving to Brooklyn. That's kind of the, the cheapest uh, borough right now. Yeah. And um, in terms I mean, of, in terms of you can get a place that is probably like maybe twice the size of my place. Again, mm-hmm. I don't need a lot of space. No. But you're talking about maybe another per like three people here, you know? Then, then you think, okay, because it's like, i had a place in hoboken here that had like a a living room you know and a kitchen it had like a like there is no like communal couch here right i had to get rid of all that um because this is temporary for me for me i only need one more year right here i'm saving up money right now so i can really just start to buy and then that's going to be where i really upgrade but i need one more year with a roommate yeah where are you going I am looking to just start to buy an apartment, a nice apartment. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, whether that's in Hoboken here or somewhere else, but you know, in the city. How do you do feel about yeah, the fact that it's believed that no one our age will ever own property? They're really saying that. Well, I mean, there obviously there's outliers to that, but yeah, I think generally what they're what they're identifying is the amount of debt versus the way the market's going right now we're going to go into a recession uh by all uh just the temperature of of the market we don't really know what it's going to affect yeah but right now you're seeing a lot of stuff in tech in tech that's kind of going down but i mean i don't know st- the unemployment rate hasn't really dropped yet but essentially it's just if you graduated for in the year if you came out of college yeah. from 2019 to like 2024 this is like the worst time to get a job to like get to like start a career. Yeah. Um, it's very slim pickings. You pretty much are going to feel trapped no matter what you do. And so, you know, you could maybe buy land in like fucking Utah. Or like who in, wants to live there? Or like Indiana. But I mean, yeah. if you want to get property here in the city, no, there's no way. I mean, this is no, it's just, you, it's all generational at this point anyway, especially for New York and you know, but what's your, what's your analysis on that? Oh, I have a few points to to bring up. One, um, I'm, I'm trying to order them. W- w- which one's more important? I wanna say that this, um, right before we kind of started talking about this Kai, I'm telling the audience this, went into the chat and told me that he's gonna play a character. <laughs> and that he's joking, he's playing the part of Kai. And so the past five minutes, where Kai dove deep, he jumped right into it, talking about, you know, owning homes, the market. That was all character. That was all a bit. <laughs> this is where you come. for some good old-fashioned characters, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the good stuff right there. This is the good stuff. This this, this is... is so believable, right? <laughs> but no, that and, was all bullshit. second part. Is that I don't think I'm going to be, well, I'm not going to live in Utah. Oh, I'm not driving down to Canada (laughs) to like, you know, pick up, pick up some apartment space. Right. But uh, I don't think I'm going to, I'm not planning on living in New York City either. And and not like a step out of New York City. Uh, Yeah. You know. So I'm I'm looking to be like about a half hour out of the city. Mm. Probably, you know, I don't know. Gonna rent like the You like the Sopranos? oh, Nick, Kai, whatever your name is. Yeah, you want the Sopranos area. You want like central Jersey, like a little bit little bit western Jersey of, of northern northern northwestern Jersey. So, yeah, a yeah, drive yeah. into the city. But I'll drive, you know, over to the train station, you know park mm. my car. Well, how when, you, when are you doing that? When is that happening? You know, once this lawsuit goes through, once we get all, this, all I need from you is a year. Yeah, that but it's Listen, we're not going to we're not going to agree to anything right now. I don't want to I, yeah, I, I would hope not. Yeah, I want you to see it first. Sure. <laughs> There's not a contract in front of Sean, people. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Where'd this contract come from? Yeah. So, you know, it's something to think about, but I'm thinking Mm -hmm. probably not. I'm sorry that I crushed your dreams just (laughs) now. (laughs) Wow. It was a good, it was, you know, but now the, the seed has been planted. The seed is in there, right? The seed's there. And, you know, I like to think about things. And, uh, sometimes I walk away from a situation. I had a job interview this morning. I had oh. a job interview. I'm looking for new coffee shops. Don't tell my current boss. Um, and the this roost. woman, the, the roost, this woman is opening a new shop in, in a nearby town. And the whole time I'm there, I'm looking at the setup. She obviously doesn't know what she's doing. It would be a mistake for me to leave my situation now to go be with her. Um, And I I felt that the entire interview. I left the interview and I kept thinking about her and I'm going to send an email to her. I'm going to say, if I work at your shop, I know for a fact I'd be miserable, but I fully believe in you. And I think what you're doing is really cool. And I can tell you don't know anything about coffee, but I'd love to help set you up to have a successful little shop. And, you know, I like to walk away from things and and maybe, you know, a seed will pop in my head and and uh, a kindness will come across my mind. And, and, you know, so so right now I'm thinking Hoboken, not for me, but, you know. Right. It's um, not coming out of the cards. Okay, I have a few questions here about that. A few yeah, questions. Sure. First off, what? Why is she getting into, into the coffee game if she knows nothing about coffee? So she's not getting into the coffee game. She's she's owned a bakery, or no? She's baked, mm. made baked goods, and and sold them to, you know, like corporate events out of her home kitchen or whatever. And now she's planning on opening a bakery, and she wanted a little coffee nook, and and she, mm, she wants a nook, ah. and so a coffee nook, and. She, she went. <laughs> oh no she bought a crappy old Starbucks espresso machine um, if oh I my had, God. Like, met her six months ago three months ago maybe and I was able to say this is what you need you know do that like I would be like fuck yeah let me be there all day every day this will be my coffee nook in your little shop right um, but I don't want to hang out and you know want to be Starbucks. You know I don't even want to be in a Starbucks. No, nobody does. And so, why didn't she, does she want you to be like a partner? Is, is she is she offering you like like uh, uh, como se dice stock of the <laughs> of this enterprise? She's honestly like she asked me what is typical to pay a barista, and I was like. Oh! (laughs) Just a barista. You're you're the runner of the nook. Yeah. What is she talking about? She wants you to come in at the ground floor of this thing and and do the whole she doesn't know anything about coffees or nooks and she wants you to streamline both and she's gonna pay you the the going rate for a barista? Well, so that was like where the conversation started. Like, you know, she she was just looking for somebody who knows the difference between a latte and a cappuccino. Like you should be coming in as like the manager. Uh, Like your title should be like, you know, you you should be like the, 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 the guy for the coffee side of this thing. Yeah. Whatever title that is. And then you should really be pretty set on a percentage of the, of this place because she wouldn't have that without your expertise coming in. Right. And you're a friend and then, you know, you can support her, you know, this would be like a full-time thing for you. Right. But it doesn't make any sense for her to just expect you to just be a a barista here at a, at a, like people that take a risk for their friends and I'm all for support. I'm helping out my friend now. He's got a company and he's starting it up, but to go full time and then not like upgrade at all is, is a little bit of a risk. Right. Because you know, maybe, I mean, is there a way you can work out like, like being like a, 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 what I a, wanted to a, do a wise a wise wisdom to her. Yeah. To help her I, get going. Like like a part time help out. That's what I was thinking. When I left, I was like, okay, like I I can see the potential here. Yeah. Like I wanna like, you know, maybe work with her for a week or two before she opens, you know, make a recipe book that like her and her staff can flip through and all that. Mm because mm. um, I have an ambition and I think you know this to open a okay. coffee shop of my own one day I love it I love this ambition little ambience. stage in there you know mm. have some improv mm. every, every Friday night mm. Mm. Sean, Nick, and Kai standing up there jerking each other just like you know how Penn and Teller have their own Penn and Teller theater in Vegas no they do <laughs> I'll take your word for it but this could be this could be the big three theater That's you know true. And like we come here, and basically nobody else would take our act, so we had to make our own fucking theater, and then yeah. we just play there every night. Nobody will fucking book us. No, they'll, no, they'll take our act. But Sean is being lazy. He's being a lazy boy. He, he bought a he bought a lazy boy bed. Huh. But I love Sean's ambition. I love this. I love this idea. I literally, if I come into some some money here on the side, and you're ready to make that move, I will. I love this idea so much, and I think you'd be really good at it. I will like do nothing to support you besides give you money. I will be Thank an investor. You. Wow! But but this is something that I would love to be a part owner of, like a, a coffee shop with a stage in it. I love that concept of like the the community really driven coffee shop. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's like a, that's a dying um, that's a dying pleasure yeah. in our modern Starbucks life. You know what I mean? Hey, Amen. Hey, How man, many coffee man. shops do you know that have a little? little little stage in the back for a little stand-up. I can up. Think of what? Yeah, where's that at? In, like in Greenwich? Inwood. Inwood, okay. Okay. Nobody's up there. Who's up in Inwood? No, who's up in Inwood? Yeah. <laughs> I used to be, and I was like, what? Where's everybody? Yeah, where is everyone? Not just everybody, but where's Nick? Yeah. I mean, I'd love this place even more if it was in the city, but I get it, you know, if you have to go some port, somewhere else, but I mean, I would love the, it to be in the city too. The people, I think you'd get a lot more traction if you had a shit ton of more money up front but you know you have me. You you have to get a lot more invest invest uh invest opportunities and a lot more interest there. But I think you'd get like the neighborhood vibe yeah. um, out of it, and that'd be like easy turnover for you at the beginning of it. But it'd be a lot more expensive too. Obviously, any place in Manhattan or Brooklyn, you know you 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 really had you really have to like no, it's it's got to be a surefire uh, return yeah, on on people's which investments. Is what I was getting at. Man, this is a ser- very serious episode of a Blink of Eye, guys. Uh, <laughs> if I help this woman, you know, I can reach out to her and, and and get the experience of starting up a coffee shop with her, like, you know, doing the recipe book, kind of like setting up prices and, and like trying right. to help her and, and talking to her and letting her know if ever she need, has the ambition to grow her coffee to just call me up, you know, call her, grow her mm. milk. I don't know. I don't know, though. I'm going to write this email to her. I'm going to say, Hey, I got an idea. And she's going to say, wow. Yeah. I mean, when is she looking to get it going? The end of the month. She has, she has a, a, a property already bought and everything. It's yeah. Oh, wow. So the bakery stuff is like, is ready to go. She, does she have employees? Does she have a whole, it seems like she has, I don't know if she has any baristas and it seems more like a family thing. Mm. Um, and she's like, I've you know been working out of my house for years, and this all is new to me. I don't know anything about tips. I was like, what? You what? don't know about tips? How does somebody not know? Do- I don't know. She seems insane. But like, so I don't want to like, well, let me ask you this. What's I the nature her. of your relationship with her? How did you come to find her? Uh, I was trying to correct you, but you just fucking kept talking. <laughs> Kai. Correct me. Go ahead. <laughs> um not my friend. Never. I met her this morning. Uh, we, I, I replied to her place over indeed.com. Ah, uh, there it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Which I it, made a really, I'll say I made a really good resume. Oh, nice. That's good. Have you ever used artificial intelligence? <sighs> of course. I, I, like, I mean, I was typing everything and I was like, Hey, uh, AI, give me some advice. And like my resume, just like, Looks great. I'd love to see it. You know, I look at a lot of resumes for my job. Do you really? Yeah, Part what of my you job two? Part of my job is I'm in like tech sales, right? But part of yeah. my job is also like we do like tech recruitment too of of you know, software engineers and software developers and stuff. So I have to like look. I, I part of my job is like knowing people in New York that are looking for jobs that are in that industry but i look at their resumes and i have to make sure that everything looks good and scan it and give them advice and you know i'm sure they use ai too but you know we have we have our own formatting and everything that we do oh so you'd probably say my my resume looks like shit we, no we don't really look at the the format we we look more at like the con the the content of it you know making sure you know you if you have to strike this balance of saying too much and not saying enough you know what i mean you you really have to be very um you know, the brevity, brevity is really um, important. You also you also grit. have to say it's the, and, and you know you you have to come off as you're not bullshitting anybody. Like yeah, it has to be know. real experience that you're putting into words. So that a, lot, me... a, lot, of, a lot of times people just type, "Oh, I, these are my responsibilities." Yeah, but what did you actually do? Yeah, what you, like what did you actually do? So you know that brings me to the point of the podcast where we introduce the word of the week. Forty minutes in. Really like. <laughs> the word of the week is elemosenary. Our good right, friend. Is it, yeah. Is this a word? Is this a confirmed word? Well, I'll tell you because, you know, the episode hasn't come out yet. So I'll give you a pass in not listening to this one. But our good friend Ivy, who's a hilarious, insane mind, uh, she got to pick the word last week because she won a little contest. And she said elemosenary. And I, and I was and- like, what the fuck does that mean? I Google <laughs> it. It means like. Charity, a charitability. Oh, very nice. So, uh, on our first segment of the podcast today, I uh, am going to get some charity from Kai, some Elamass and Hurry. Uh, I'm going to read a few passages from my resume, and Kai's going to tell me whether it's good or if it's a piece of shit. All right, Here I love books. it. All right, and and this, you know, uh, AI helped me. Mako, you know, you got the address, the phone number, the email. Then I put summary and objective. Mm-hmm. Friendly and outgoing barista with two years, oh, P.F. Oh, shit. Of experience Uh-oh. providing great customer service and crafting delicious coffee and espresso drinks, looking for a new opportunity to apply and grow his skills and contribute to a dynamic team. Mm. Pass-fail. Um, I like it. Yeah, so a lot of times you do see at the top, of resumes you do see like the um like a mission statement or like key areas of expertise people will like list stuff or they'll give a very general outline um yeah i like i like it i like that you're saying what you're looking for i mean i wouldn't limit yourself right like you you kind of is this is this some people make resumes that are specific to what they want sounds like this is going to be very geared toward like barista yeah uh Okay, so that's fine then. That's fine. I was going to say, if you if this is just like a general resume for you, just like give it to somebody, no matter what industry it is, then I probably wouldn't say like, I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. But if you're only going to be applying for one industry, then yeah, this is good so far. Great, great experience. Is that all right? Uh-huh. I go straight from summary slash objective to experience. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Barista, yeah. Asbury Park. Yeah, definitely uh-huh. don't, as long as education is not, yeah, go right into the experience. Don't put education next. It should be at the bottom, if anyth- if anywhere. Wow uh from august to well, august 2022 20, to present mm-hmm. serving large numbers of customers achieving a high customer satisfaction prepare and serve a variety of espresso and coffee drinks including lattes cappuccinos cold brew and guidance with shop uh recipe book Mainten- okay wait, the- wait 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 did you put the the, the place's name yeah did, did you skip over? Did I hear? Did I not hear that? Oh, I, I said Asbury Park, uh, but I didn't want to give the full name of the place. Okay, that's fine. I understand. Just because of the podcast was that the only whoa 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 were you gonna? Um. Me- and then did you put when, when did you start there? When, like you have to put the full. Did you do August that? Twenty twenty two through present. Okay, so yeah, something that I do on my resumes, but I, this is something that's not needed. Yeah, you don't have to do this. But I was going to say, you, some people do do like a. It's hard to explain we- this without showing you. A brief, really brief, like I'm talking like no more than a sentence yeah. blurb about, about the place, but it's self-explanatory in this case. I don't think you have to explain that. Yeah. Um. um okay, okay, good. So then, and then you put your title. So it should, go, it should go like this. It should go company name and then, you know, years, years been there. So, you know, 2020 to 2023, whatever. And then, and then, um, title. So barista. And then where it is. So, you know, uh, North Bergen, New Jersey. And then you start to do like bullet points or what did you do? Did you do bullet points or what did you do? Yeah, I got bullet points. I I have it in a slightly different order, but I have all that stuff. Okay, good. I just want to make sure you have all the stuff. That's all that matters. All right. Okay, good. Continue. Okay. Okay. Uh, Maintain a clean and organized workspace, ensuring compliance with health and safety standards. Train new Meh. employees on drink preparation, housekeeping guidelines, and proper closing out register. Yeah. Okay. So the I, I would I would uh emphasize the, the training and the in the leadership. That should be like at the top. Well, because yeah. that always is something that people are gonna target as um notable or like in you know. How do I how do I say this? If you're at a point where you're training other people, what does that automatically say about what what position you're in at that company, right? It, yeah. If you're already mentoring newer people that are coming on board, if you're like helping ramp them up, onboarding them, if you're if you're like a mentor in the company, what does that automatically say about you?
1: That I there's, fucking lead yeah.
0: and succeed, man. There's credibility, there's trust, all these things automatically pop into the person that's reading its head. They're like, okay, whoever this fucker was working with already has gained their trust enough to be that guy who is doing this. Right. So I would have that much higher. And then like, you always want to make these responsibilities as unique to you want to, you want to like ride this line of like, it's unique to where I was, but also it can be applicable to where I'm going. But you don't want to have like, like, do you really think that cashier work is going to be, isn't that like unsaid that you'd know how to work a cashier? if you work at a coffee shop, right? Like, you know, what but, are so you, you want to find like spicy thi- like really nice and spicy things that like are kind of unique about your situation right now that like oh yeah, they do they do have me like I don't know, like like do maintenance on the machines or something. Like I don't I I really don't know what it's like to be a barista, but that seems like an important thing that like not everyone would have that responsibility, right? Yeah, I'll uh, say the thing about this job that was really tough to uh, extract things from. The boss is like a micromanager. She wants to do everything. So it's, you know, even though she gives me a little leeway more than other employees, it's not much. And that's one that's of the main reasons I'm leaving this place is cuz I just I'm getting bored and there's like, you know, there's not much growth for me here. Right? Which is important. It's important. I need to grow. I'm a grower. That should be in your in your in the top thing is well, your Yeah, I guess I look for the growth the apply and grow new skills i guess i could you know elaborate on that a little bit mhm yeah you always want to put like your reason for leaving and like what what the that we call it the o, o? the oppor- the opportunity what o? is the ideal opportunity for you so you know the ideal opportunity for you you probably wouldn't go somewhere new unless you were comfortable there knowing that there was a clear path for you to grow so wherever you start in this next situation this next opportunity uh-huh. you probably wouldn't take it unless you knew that there was a next step after that within the same company right so uh-huh. that's that's cuz right now you feel like you're at a dead end and this yeah. is something that everyone people hate this feeling and a lot of people are currently experiencing this um and yeah it's icky it's an icky thing wow so so that should be that should be highlighted somewhere on your uh, on your resume that you're looking for those you're you're you you've kind of hit the ceiling here, you know, and you're looking for that next step to really start to be a leader and to really take ownership. Oh, ownership is a good word for you. Take ownership of uh, what you do. You I'm know, take this down. I'm going to write this down. <laughs> take take man. I wish I had this recorded. You know, I wish I could listen uh, back to this conversation. This is gold, man. <laughs> you got it, yeah. And then there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's no just, way of there's no way of doing that in life. You can't just well, look back and you something. Can't look back on anything these days. You know, everything's no. just like there and gone in the blink of an eye. In the uh, blink of an eye, I put my magnet internship next, uh, just because like I it, it was front of house kind of thing. You know, I yes. get to talk to people. They they put some trust in me. You know, it's selling drinks, it's selling tickets, uh, talking to people in order to you know, collaborating to get, to get uh, shit done, you know? Right. I, I can uh, send you actually a good, well, maybe the AI is already helping you with this, but there's a few documents that I have that are like, um, like resume words. Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's just like a list of like, you can substitute essentially any, uh, you know, you can begin all your sentences with these, with these resume um, now, let me say Buzzwords, right? So like collaborate is one of them That a lot of people use, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I, I have collaborate on here But there are like lists that you can say Like, you know, you, you're basically just swapping Like a verb for another verb Right And uh, it really just boosts, you know Your, you know, what you're You just, you, you just sound smarter But you don't, I mean, obviously It has to make sense, right? The, the old, the old well, like, you know You, you never want to just have your essay Be a bunch of words you don't know but, uh, yeah, it helps. Right. It helps. Like the word Elemasonary. Yeah. I wouldn't use the word Elemasonary, you know, but not, nobody knows that shit. Um, except for Ivy. Ivy. Have, I met, Ivy? have I met, have I met, have I met Ivy? I was going to you. sat next to, uh, like we all went out to go get pizza. Ivy. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. cool. I've, I like Ivy. I like her a lot. What does she do? She just lost her job. Oh shit. I know she worked at, uh, Rockefeller. She was like a one of those pages at the at Thirty Rock. She was what? Like a she Thirty Rock a... page? You know when it, like the a oh, you know, copywriter? No, a page. What do you mean a page? Like the I they have all different. You know they're talking to talent and running around the building to do shit. Oh, they were a like PA. The, the Peacock, PA, yeah, like. Sure, but like the the industry of being the 30 rock page is kind of like the famous. Oh, okay. Well, that's I mean, that's that's awesome. I, I'm at once amazed by this career and also very sad because it, I, you just said that she lost this job. Well, no, because though she, she recently was in something else. She was, uh, uh, I don't know. She lost a different job. Oh, oh, so she's still doing the Rockefeller. No, she would she, no, she's not doing that anymore. That was years ago. Oh. I don't know her that well. Okay, all right, all right. We've been well, were talking hard. about how she's a brilliant mind, and I'm sitting here thinking, "What am I, a chop liver? What am I, a chop liver?" Well, I mean, you're an okay mind. You're like two years from brilliance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm on the verge of brilliance. That's true. That's, That's true. how I feel. Can I tell you? I'm starting to think that I have been hunkered down by stupid people my whole life. You know what I'm saying? You ever get you have to theory? surround? You have to surround yourself with people that um, generate that creative bug in you that, that want to see you, um, that, that see that in you, you know what I mean? And no, I, I, when you run in certain circles, it's amazing how I feel about how much writing I've done. For example, like everyone knows I do a little screenplay writing on the side, of course, but I, I can never write enough and I always procrastinate and I, you know, I have all these outlines and all these, yeah. Um some specs are done but the best ones are still yet to be written of course and it's like if i don't do this now then when it's and not, you not know money. writing is one of those things where i keep telling myself and it's true it it sucks that this is true but when i I've, cho- I've chosen writing as one of my hobbies and it's it sucks that i could realistically break into the industry at like 40 right that that's not like unusual for a writer like right. there is no but a lot of people's hobbies you're in your 20s 30s now so when are you going to pursue this stuff? Yeah, because the, nobody's gonna, nobody wants people to break in when they're old, er, older. Um, and it's, it's all the about the young, of- it's all about the young kids, right? It's very yeah. rare to break in, as, you know, older. Right. Um, but, it's also never too late. But no, I mean, you're absolutely right. Surround yourself with with people that are like minded and yeah. and want to kind of push it, push it push the envelope a little I've bit. I found that stupid people don't like to be reminded that they're stupid. So then they like they push you down. You know what I'm saying? They they mm-hmm. would rather put somebody else down and feel better about themselves than let brilliance be brilliance. And I love seeing smart people thrive, you know? Yeah, no, so do I. No, I mean and and I think you're absolutely right. There's a lot of people that I have experienced where I tell them about some of my extracurriculars And they brush it off, right? They're like, like, their immediate, their first gut reaction is that it sucks, first of all. Right. And second of all, it's like, that's a waste of time. Why are you doing that, right? But everything that they consume and love, all these TikToks, all these shows, they all started the same way that we're starting this this stuff now. Same (laughs) way. They maybe just had more like industry connections or, you know, they they went to bigger schools or something and they, they had, had rich you know, parents, rich parents. Sure. I mean, it's really hard to like, I, I, my dream job would be to be like in a writer's room, but you know, you say that and then it's like, you know, <laughs> then you're writing for something. You don't like really yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's very hard to do some of this stuff, but you within with, with what's in your control, I think there's a lot of opportunity here, especially in New York. Right. I mean, we we could have a really really good act an improv act for example me you and nick i think Man. there's a lot there maybe a few other members right whatever whatever we decide but we're literally just procrastinating it and it's like when if not now then when because they want the young blood to break in they don't want old old meals to break in like like peter Mac- mcnaffery is not going to break into the scene now he's already he's he's probably at the pinnacle of what he's going to accomplish, which is amazing. He's a he's like the wildest, most talented guy I've ever met. <laughs> but he's not going to be like the new fresh improv alternative. Like, oh my god, like this is this is comedy, you know? Peter, I I will say, I might I might bleep the name, it's because I don't want anybody to look stupid here. But Peter McNerney is like the improv guy for improv people. He, he is like famous in his own right. And his wife, Dude, he's amazing. He, he is, is absolutely mind blowing. Good. That's like oh, insane. What are you doing tomorrow night? I was maybe going to get dinner, but it's tentative. But You're after that, see? I'm free. So he's doing, he's doing his show tomorrow night. Yeah. Uh, Pike. Strike. Strike. Yeah. 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 And, uh, he's doing it solo, which might be horrible, what That would be amazing. It's just one man improv. I'm there nine o'clock, Magnet Theater. I, have to, I have, to, I'll have to double check, but that sounds actually really interesting. Yeah, that I want sound to. check that amazing? Yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll, I have to do. I have to be in the city. I have a little improv jam with the with the Yushi oh, uh, no. to like six p.m. So, so you can't so, make like a four thirty show tomorrow. No, no. Uh, what about I'll next be, Saturday? I'll, I'll, Three thirty to six thirty, I think, is my class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But next Saturday's right, gave- my last show. By the way. Oh, next Saturday. Uh, actually, no. The I think we've we have three more shows, three more Saturdays. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. then two weeks. Okay, maybe I can spend. Maybe I can like miss, you know, because uh, I do want to see that show while you guys In are doing hell. it. So it's only it's only on Saturdays and only at four thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. little plug for the people there. Little Go plug see Sean. For people. Go see Shawnee boy. But uh getting at it, like yeah, if not now, then when? I'll tell you, on my drive home today, I had a job interview at 10 o'clock. I was running chores beforehand. I worked uh you know six hours on the floor on my feet, you know, yeah, no really? break, you know, jam packed, making lattes for people, you know, making cappuccinos when people didn't know what a cappuccino was. You know what I'm saying? Then I get my yeah, I clean by myself. This whole fucking shop, it was a dirty ass mess for two hours all by myself because the scheduling sucked. I get in my car, I'm driving home, and I'm like, fuck, how bad do I not want to do this podcast tonight? And like, that is like the thing that is like stopping me from saying, all right, guys, why don't we, you know, why don't we start this improv group on, on, you know, Wednesday nights or whatever the fuck Uh it is. And God, I'm a... You know, I just got if not now then when? I just gotta say well, I'm tired, I'm here, my feet hurt, but I'm still doing yeah. this. To expand on my advice for this, and and again, I'm learning this too. Like I'm bad at this as well. But this is yeah, kind dude. of what I've been learning about this is that these are all these things that we're kind of letting slip through the cracks are things that we do not have to do. Yeah. They're not obligations in our life. They are they are like, you know, treated as hobbies in our life. They're they're they there are no deadlines. To my writing, there are no deadlines to us doing any of this stuff. It will never happen unless we just do it right. So there's that, and then you think, okay, well, it's just not the right time. Like I have a busy life right now. My my world is just packed, and that's fair. I mean, there are there are there, there needs to be time for you to just relax and just unwind.
1: I, but course. when you
0: when you are just like alone, and you do have like a day where you don't have nothing going on, right? What does your brain think to do? Does it think to like? go for a hike does it if you just like meditate it close your eyes and just thought where do you get like pulled to you know what i mean like if i sit on my ass for more than a weekend i feel like shit because i didn't write like i like so there's something in my brain like a little bug that says hey fucker you didn't do shit right and and now this this other spinoff show that i have is kind of taking that place like writing isn't like at the forefront i'm focused on that so that's fine but you know what i'm saying like if you just kind of like we're with yourself and just alone, no phone. Where do you, where do you kind of think like this time is being wasted on? You know yeah. what I mean? Is it like, Oh, I should be reading more. I should yeah, be I doing more improv. You know, I should be doing more improv. What I is should your be writing. Body, what is your body telling you? you to do like, like you feel like a little mind. bit of like a pull or something. It's like, you know, you know, because a lot of stuff you just, uh, you just kind of like throw in front of your face, TV, video games. It's just to distract your brain from getting pulled into that. Like, so we want to see what Pedro Pascal is doing, but like, yeah, <laughs> we need to be Pedro Pascal. Well, I, th- there's only one Pedro Pascal, okay. But, <laughs> um, but before he was Pedro Pascal, he was not making rent. He was yes. struggling. You know, I'll say that's true. I think we should do in a little exercise. One hour, one minute into the podcast, and <laughs> a scenario, We're both going to close our eyes. And we're going to explain, we're going to say where our body, where our mind, where we are being pulled to. What is it we want to be doing? And and I, I invite you in your car, you know, maybe you're doing dishes, maybe you're, you know, masturbating. What? Close your eyes. <laughs> I always close my eyes when I masturbate. Well, I'm asking you now. If, if you ever masturbator with your eyes open, I want you to close your eyes and like just like where, where are you being pulled to? Mm-hmm. My answer was going to be masturbate, but that feels <laughs> insincere. Mm-hmm. It's to write. I'll say I need to. I need to write my children's book. Yeah, that's. I love that idea too. You have a, you have a lot of good ideas, and it's like, you know, get after it a little bit, yeah, but not, no, with, not... within reason. Within reason. I mean, you don't want to. What am I going to say here? You know, when 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 somebody becomes a professional writer, their deadlines turn into no deadlines, or maybe your agent says, "Hey, you know, can you give this to me in six months?" Deadlines all of a sudden become like, "Okay, we need this. We need this like draft in like two weeks, three weeks." Or maybe a week. Like it becomes it becomes your job. Right. And then you lose, you get jaded from what you used to love, right? You loved writing and now all of a sudden it's this it's this task. That you know, you're you're it's not your writing, you're writing someone else's thing. You know, or you're like a story editor, which is still to me sounds like a doper job than what I do now. Yeah. But this is what happens, right? So it's like enjoy this time now where you can do write work, whatever you want, and just send it to your friends and say hey if you have any connections you know this is this is the part where me and me and you can just essentially just send our material into competitions into agents into just a little network action hey. send our portfolios around and it could be whatever we want it to be we can we can be as as market center as we want it to be you know obviously people want to see like a spec of like certain things right yeah yeah they want to know that but, you can- but you're not writing someone else's shit you're, not, you're yeah. not writing an episode of, of uh, Modern Family. No, fuck Modern Family, okay? But you so know where, what I'm saying? Like, where is your the, body? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Write that children's book. You know yeah, what I'm I mean? Gonna, I'm going to write it. Fuck you. Get off my back. I'm going to write it. And it yeah. sounds to me that you're putting the cart before the horse. I think you're you're a little, little cynical about cynicism. You're a little afraid of being jaded. <laughs> Cynical of cynicism. That's uh, a that's a beautiful quote from Sean <laughs> Mako long Sean Mako County. All right, Nick. Get <laughs> um, my name right, Nick. <laughs> cynical. Let me identify. Let me tr- let me try to make sense of that. Cynical of cynicism. So what are you saying that I am? Yeah, I'm cynical of sin cyn- I I am c- I I am not a cynic. I'm so not a senator. So. I think like what you were saying, like what's motivating you to work now or you know, not work, but to, to what others see as a hobby and you see as like a creative outlet. What you want to do now so that when you're doing it in the future that you know, you're doing it for somebody else, you know, uh-huh. you'll be happy that you did it for yourself earlier. Well, it's all—it all comes down at the end of the day to fear, fear. You know what I say about fear? Run towards it. No, it's the—it's the, it's the fear. It's the fear of being old. And run. you know, I didn't—I didn't, I didn't write—I didn't write it. You know, you—you yeah, yeah. you, you just didn't do it. Or you know, and at the, at the end of the day, it really just comes down to did I write it? Did I write because it? Because when you write it, when you finish your children's book, I know you will. It's it doesn't matter what happens after that. You, you, you put it out there into the world. There's so many lucky things that have to happen for it to actually be on shelves. You yeah. know, it, it helps if it's good for right. one, but you did it. You did it and every every writer knows that that uh, writing is really re- rewriting. Writing is really the, the, the second, the third draft. That's yeah. the real writing. The first time you do it is just to get it done. And once you get it done, it's just that beautiful feeling. And that's really all I'm chasing, you know? And you, you just feel so much better about yourself when you do do the things that your body is, like, pulling you towards. Um, but we just have all these obligations in life, and it is easy just to throw on a video game and, and Pedro Pascal's sexy ass and check um, him out. Let yes, me ask you this. Is this, the, is middle middle this the most serious blink of an eye we've ever had? You know, I think uh, this <laughs> is like... Ex- but this is a gorgeous. This is like a gorgeous moment in the history of the show. I I feel like. You know, it's feeling like one of those. Uh, what's his name? Frank. <laughs> well, wh- wh- who's the podcast guy? What's his name? I don't know. Yeah. Kai Craven show. The Kai Craven <laughs> show. Let's uh, <laughs> let's take a little little uh, segue into LMSinary. Uh I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh, charitable towards my friend Kai. Tell me, and the audience and i listened to the first episode but tell us a little bit about the kai craven's show so it's a show about my storied life and career um to date it's it's really an unpacking and unburdening of for me but i do have some uh some top some top tier co-host talent in in ian Witt, who you I've might seen have seen him before Was yeah he's been on head? a lot of stages he's an actor that's yeah. he makes money being an actor so Wow. Um, he's been in a few things like on netflix and stuff and whatnot sure, he's, sure. he's in the improv community as well um but yeah i you know it, i i want to get you on the show i just have only like the two person set up right now but yeah, yeah. i figure that out and get like another mic or so maybe you can bring over a mic we can get that going but okay, yeah it's a like... show about you know mic. it's a show about um well first of all it is a comedy show that that should be said wow and i am this <laughs> show is too serious yeah, this show's way too serious. i'm I'm piercing through I'm piercing through all of the all of the 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 bullshit in life and we're just getting to it. We're getting to it. And I want this show to really be a launch pad for the next the evolution of the video podcast. I want this to be a springboard for the for the video podcast in hmm. that it is sort of the end-all be-all um and it's very cheap right now to subscribe and to get on the patreon we do have a patreon and the patreon offers bonus content that is double the amount of content that you'd get and the only thing right now that i'm working out is just getting better audio quality but um it's it's really just been really well received so far and to be honest with you to, to be honest with your viewers here it is, I'm going to say this, and I would not say this on my show, and I don't want you saying it on my show, and I don't want you spreading the word on this, but I'll tell this to the blink of an eye audience. All seven it, of us. It is, a, it's, it's making fun of podcasts. Yeah. It's it's a satire of podcasts. And we're about, about to, this next episode that we're filming, it. I don't know if people know this, and it's funny because I haven't told anyone about this. And I'm telling you now because you're my, I want you to kind of get excited about this. Okay. It's all scripted. Whoa. Like, like no one, no one, no one's in on the joke besides me and Ian, Uh like the, I'm writing these episodes and, um, some of it's, some of it's written by like Ian too. And some of it's written by a robot too, but Uh we're basically just trying to make each other laugh Uh and, and yes, ending it. Right. But nothing is, nothing's true, but everything is at the same time. And it's like, we're going to implement now some character arcs that get started. We wanted to do like three weeks of like a normal show. And this next episode that we're filming on Sunday is going to be where we start to get into like the the conflict of this whole series. It, it's it's really is like a series, yeah. And it's going to be like me and Ian going kind of. We're going to start to be assholes to one another, and people are going to think it's real because I'm again I'm not ever turning to the camera and telling people that it's scripted. You know what I mean? I'm not ever going to turn to this. I, you know, no one's in on the it's a, it's a satire, right? So we're going to, we're going to intentionally blow up on each other and make it seem like a big deal and make it, you know, and really get like weird into each other's lives. And there's going to be a lot of weird information. And so that's all coming up in the Kai Craven show. It's, it's really an interesting project
1: wow and yeah, it's very cheap them on
0: Instagram. It's great. KY. And I changed my name to KY um, to kind of break through all the bullshit. That's, I've I, I realized now that the KAI is everywhere. If you look of, up oh. just KY Cravens, it, I come right up. Yeah. The, 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 you know what I mean? But KAI, there's a lot of famous people now that have that. And so I wanted to avoid that altogether. And I think that we settled on something good here because, you know, you just kind of get more in front of people when it's just, you're the only one with that name and all that. So I do, I do request from the blink of an eye team that they go back and they change it to KY. For every show, well, we're not going to do that. But going forward, we do we K-Y. Really you know, more sincerity. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll we'll put KY in, in all the tags. I right? it's like KY jelly, you know, smooth like jelly. And, and then used to be KY AI, just like you know, artificial intelligence. Like, who gives a crap? That's yeah. too big right now. Yeah. Um, what did What good? did you think of what? Like, did you did you sense any of that? that I was talking about when you watched the first episode, what did you think? Yeah. Well, the first episode I was like, you know, I, I got the sense that you guys were kind of, you know, seeing that formula of like, you know, just a couple guys sitting around, shoot the shit, whatever, trying to right, right. bring us this, you know, but like, yeah, it was with a little wink, which, which yeah, well, we're making fun of that concept. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I would never say this on my show, but I'm about to, that is where Nick and I, uh, started our podcast at cuz the the blink what is and a singular eye blinking but awake so it was like a we mm-hmm. wanted to get yeah. the audience as to like uh uh you know just make fun of the fact that podcasts are a thing but while at the same time bringing a sincerity to it right um which i think you know i i love the idea of and it sounds like an idea that I would have had which I'm uh, my mind is blown about but just like having a future arc like you know that that there is going to be yeah conflict going on if you go yes. back into my podcasts Uvra I did a podcast and you don't have to go back but in in deep pandemic times really? I was like I need to do something to keep myself sane and I made this it was called the tiny bits podcast and it was uh-huh. going to be like like the idea was like i'm gonna do a five minute podcast five minute episode it's gonna be a little tidy joke every episode you know and the first episode was gonna be a prank call and my prank call was to my friend marcos and then marcos didn't answer the call and i was like oh fuck and like I, you know but like there was this five ended up being five to ten episode story arc about me freaking out about marcos not answering the call so like I'm- I just, I get where you're coming from. And I don't know. It makes me, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the core concept for me was, was making fun of the fact that everyone feels entitled that everyone wants to hear about everyone's life. Like everyone Mm -hmm. has a podcast. So it's, it's about my life. Yeah. Right. And the viewers don't see what I'm doing here, but it's about my time on SNL as a writer and my Oscar nominated screenplay. And it's about, um, my time as a truck driver in Anchorage, Alaska, it's, I talked about my entire life a and how it's all kind of unraveled and led to this moment where where everyone's life ends up, which is just talking about it on a podcast. So that's like where the core concept came in is is making fun of these people that think people care about them, you know, at, at all. Yeah, and man. so if I if I put that on its head and I make it all a lie, then whose life are you really even listening to at all? Then I'm just a character, right? And then we're going to start to see that kind of expose. You, we're not going to go all in on it this episode, but we're going to, you know, now that we've established the sense of normalcy, we're going to kind of turn mm-hmm. it on its head and you're going to see me like scream at Ian, you know, and it's going to look like, you know, like we're going to get heated about exactly. like, you know, it pers- like personal battles, right? Because we're going to introduce a lot of stuff that you is going to be talked about that happens off screen. You know, like Ian's going to start dating somebody. I'm going to start to... Uh, uh, yeah, I don't want to give too much spoilers away. You have you have to tune in. I think, but, oh, yeah, you know, this is an emph- emphatic en- endorsement, and um, I love it. Uh, this this episode's going up towards the end of April, maybe early May. So, um, yeah, you'll be able to hear that episode now. Go back listen to the whole the whole oeuvre of uh, of the Kai Craven's show. K Y Jelly, baby. Thank you for letting me come on and, and plug that. But what's next for the blink of an eye? How's How's the blink of an eye? Because this is the this is the the this is like the Iron Man one. You're like the Downey Jr. Yeah, and Nick's like Gwyneth Paltrow of, or he's like he's like Don Cheadle. He's Don Cheadle of of this second one of this world because we can, it's easily you can connect it now. Yeah. Whenever whenever you do come on the Kai Craven show, you'll you will not you will be given a script. Yeah. Okay, you will be playing Sean Mako, but we have to fit you in. Uh, you know what I mean. So it's like, but this is this is the this is the palate cleanser of it, right? This is the yeah. nucleus of it, right? Right. Yeah. So, I I see it. so I love the blink of an eye. I love the concept of blink of an eye. I and love having the podcast. What's next for the blink of an eye? We are, you know, we're we're looking. We have two patrons right now. We've had three patrons overall. Somebody's credit card got declined. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, we're, we're still going week to week. I think I fall into these bouts of being depressed and I, I don't, I hate doing all the publicity kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think Nick's kind of like more, he seems to want to do some of that stuff. And I think he's, when he gets back from his vacation, he's gonna, um, we're just trying to keep bringing guests on. Um, if this other AI works, that that kind of cleans up an audio file, we might start doing some recording in person, mm-hmm. and just and you know, totally remove background noise if if you know that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we're, we're just looking for more funny guests. I I have a whole list of people. Just uh, mm-hmm. gonna come on. Yeah, you know, we're, yeah, just keep tuning in. Yeah, I like I like the the both of our shows. I think at it at the heart we talked about the core, but now the heart Ooh. is not the core. No, is is our uh, me and you and Nick. We all kind of want to have this sense of community. Um, yes. in in our respective, uh, what would you call it? Right, like a little improv scene that we're a part of. Right, and New York, twenty twenty three, improv. And a and, lot of, I think, the improv that the people you see when you're you're trying to do improv, I I think there is a calling out like like people are are really want this sense of community. People want to make friends. That's a big re- and then you just see them go home at the end of rehearsal, right? They, mm-hmm. You know, with a kind of a shifty eye, like, "Are we going to hang out? No, okay, I'm just going to go on the train and go." Right. But yeah, I I think that's a big part of of both Nick and I's vision the podcast to, to to everyone who's been on the pod you know or a part of this community um except for my friend marcos uh because he doesn't do improv fuck that guy I he listens to every episode so uh still fuck it. i love you marcos <laughs> uh no i mean and he's invited you know to be a part of this this community and yeah we wanted to grow we want to eventually Have an audience, like do live shows with people, like raise people up. Whenever I see somebody who's been a guest on the pod, who has something cool going on, you know, uh, Libby, she had her play Mm -hmm. that she wrote, you know, I, I, yeah. Mm -hmm. On our, our Instagram page, Um, our good friend, uh, um, uh, such a good friend, our very, very good friend. It's her name her name starts oh yeah her. oh yeah Yeah. you know you know what i'm talking about yeah no (laughs) vanessa my god why did it take me so long to oh i i think she might listen so i'm gonna take it back (laughs) because i want her to think i know her name at the top but anyway our good friend vanessa uh oh vanessa yes yes (laughs) she has her little, little uh theater you know neuroscience theater instagram i like to promote that oh yeah you mm-hmm. know yep mm-hmm. uh, you know i i, I want to be the iron man of of the yeah magnets. and the I, I think it's there for the taking i'd love to be like I, I think you're like a good figurehead for that because you do garner a lot of respect in in this community like everyone seems to know you and everyone loves you so i think you're the right guy for that i want to be if you're the robert Downey, i want to be like little Four. i want to be like uh Like Spider Man, you know, he, MCU version of Spider Man, who, who is not really Spider Man, who's like Iron Man Jr. Right. Um, no, I see it as I'm Iron Man, Nick is Thor. I'm sorry, Don Don Cheadle. No, he's not Don (laughs) Cheadle, he's Thor because he's, oh, and then I'm Captain America. I think you're Captain America. Oh, that's the big three. Yeah, that's the big three. Well, you know, you know, who I always love a little sidebar, but then I want to get back to what you said. And I and I love him, but he gets so shafted. Who, who am I going to say here? I love him. Though. You you a, a, love... as a character, as a character, I love him. Well, cinematic universe, yeah. You love him. early early Marvel cinematic universe. Oh, um, he's a big buff guy mm-hmm. from the early Marvel cinematic universe. Is the Hulk? I love the Hulk. I, I think... love the Hulk. And he, he, doesn't, the Hulk. he doesn't have his own movies. He doesn't have. I mean, he's got the one with Edward Norton. We're but you know, there's the univ. There's there's a rights issue there. I I get the whole drama, but yeah, I love the. Don't you love the Hulk? Such a simple character, yeah. And he's he gets nothing. He gets nothing. And that... and I, I'd love to be like. I'd love if it was like Thor, uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk. But people think of Thor first. The they, Iron Man, Captain. It should have been like Hulk should have been up there, but people yeah. don't immediately go to Hulk. You know what? I'm going to say you're probably the Hulk of our group. So that means you're going to get replaced and recast. The guy Craven's show is going to stop her. Don Cheadle. Yeah. I'm like the, uh, who was the original war machine? Uh, in Iron Man. remember it wasn't Don Cheadle. It wasn't Don Cheadle. Cheadle. It was the guy from, it was the guy from power. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember. I'm sorry. Um, I'm that guy. Yeah. But going back to what I said, I know, that's I just, what you said? Yeah, go I ahead. wanted I wanted to touch on that that you you Talk said that there's a lot of cool stuff people are doing. And you're absolutely right. Everyone's got a cool project, but there's just no sense of like unity right that, now. I think we we need like a little bit more of like a activity board or something. Like like more but but people do what they can and people get the word out about their individual projects, but yeah, it's just not it, it's not like a scene yet. It's like so close because everyone does have cool projects, right? And everyone I talk to does have that extra thing, you know. So it's right there. If they, we just need like a figurehead. We need to. We need you to just take it and be Iron Man, and and get in there. But Nick Fury. I, yeah, do we need you to be? That's Nick. Is Nick Fury? Because he's always so mad, <laughs> and he, he always looks at you like this. I don't know what you're doing. You my resume is actually still ahead, like he's got one on it, yeah, my resume is still on top of you, so I only see like half your face oh okay um definitely but uh but yeah, I mean, I think part of that is when you do if you do move closer to the city, I think yeah, that'll be a big thing for you Oh, uh, yeah, lighten the load a little bit is is this new place you might work is that closer to the city no oh, okay. You know. I was yeah. thinking about looking further north, but I don't know. I'm still waiting for this lawsuit to, uh, yeah. When, I mean, when is that due for that? She's saying April. and no, it's April. She's saying May. Yeah. I was going to say it is April. It's April. She said May, but you know. So what's the best case scenario? I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not. Do you? You know, I do, I do have a question about that. Go ahead. Okay. I, what, what's the best case scenario coming out of this? Uh, I might cut this. I might bleep it. we okay. keep it in, but it's, it, you know. She gets... So, she f- fell on the job mm-hmm. when she was 17. And she's 25 now. So that is... Oh, 20, yeah, 25. So that's like eight years of back to unemployment that would, like, hit her pocket immediately. Um, and mm-hmm. that she would be on unemployment. Uh, not unemployment, uh, disability. Mm-hmm. And uh, disability checks and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it would be, like, a big kind of thing in her pocket. And and we've talked to, you know, we want to move in together. Mm-hmm. We want to move up north. Yeah uh, she says that she's gonna take some business classes. Um and I've and never then, met her. No. She's she's yeah. never going to the city. She can't drive. You know, she's got some stuff, you know, inhibiting mm-hmm. her. Um gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, and then she's like fully down to, to support the, the coffee shop dream, opening that one day. Oh, I love that dream. Yeah. I love that dream. God, I will I seriously will be an investor, seriously. I mean, give me like 5 years and I'll have money for you and make that well, happen cuz that just well, that seems like a no-brainer to me. Right? And that would be like, you know, I'll I'll invest in that. I mean, it's nothing for more money for me, but I get to enjoy it also, you know?
1: Yeah, but that would I be feel like how the could Avengers.
0: that it, it it's really like I think location's a big part of that. Obviously, it has to be a, a cool place. Like it has to look still- awesome which I know right. it will, but the location's probably big. That's why I preferably it would be in the city, but whatever. But it seems like, how could that not make money? Yeah. You know? If it, if you it's know, in it, my mind, it looks awesome, you know? Not just improv, but, you know, we can put, you know, little guys playing their guitars. Yeah. You know, have, you know people show up, you know, there's mm-hmm. coffee, you know? What's yeah. the night scene look like? Does it kind of take a little, you know, maybe like Thursday night, Friday night, something happens. In there, flip a slit- a light switch, yeah, like the, is there a little bit of a mood switch on the weekends, or no, maybe at night you can get a little Irish coffee Air. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Ever, yeah, say, oh, fully crafted uh drink venue, yeah, you yeah, know, I think it's a good setup for there's a lot of places I used to live in Iowa. this is not part of my character. I did live in Iowa, and there's a lot of places that that do in Iowa, there's still a lot of like folk music. Fuck americana me. music where yeah. you only need like a I'd, you'd see a lot of musicians that their whole act was really just uh like a guitar, guitar or or two guys and one of them had like a one of those like drums that you sit on uh like boom a boom. box yeah, and yeah a, and... like a banjo you know you see a lot of that still in the midwest in, sure. in you know in, in like the there's like an alternative crowd that's like uh like farm alternative right that's like right, americana you know like folk music like i i remember seeing the band camp c-a-a-m-p they kind of blew up now they're they're really big i have i have an assigned picture right behind me here but they were like really really young when i saw them and it was it was a coffee shop and they had a little stage and it was exactly that it was two guys and they played their set it was amazing and um yeah and it was like a perfect little community coffee shop and this band that's now massive in in certain circles. Okay, you know, They came through there, and you just funnel funnel in talent, mm-hmm. improv and and up and coming, you know, musicians and just cool shit like that. It's we need more places like that. There's not a lot of places like that anymore, Sean. Yeah, you know, like what are what are pla- uh, there's a lot of like DJs now. A lot of DJ. Pl- it's easy to find a good DJ place yeah. in a city. And who needs more DJs? You know. Yeah. yeah, we need an, a KY. That's what we need. My have, you been, oh, yeah. have you been to Arlene's Grocery in the city? No. No, what's that? It's kind of that setup. Oh, it's, yeah? But it's a big, well, nice okay. stage. So It's, not, thing it's thing not a, is a grocery it. store. And it's not a coffee shop. It's a bar. But they have yeah. a stage in the back. And it's, it's just like, you, you can go in any night and see up-and-coming stuff. Like, there has to be like a scene. Remember when, like grunge is a scene 90s rap like there was like outfits looks art music everything was around it right we we, is there any of that now i'll tell you what changed that the internet is that what it is now we have microcosms we have like it used to be The culture and the side culture, it was like like everyone followed one thing and people were like, oh, I'd want to be against that. So they would go to the side. But now it's all these little chromatopes, all these circles, all these like uh, specific niches. Like I, Mm -hmm. I can watch, you know, I can literally just Google right now a woman dressed as the Joker farting on a cupcake and I guarantee fucking to you that you can find that video and not just find that video but find a full culture that surrounds the love of this type of video right like it gets so oddly specific that like somebody's personality can be i i bet there can be six people in the world whose personality is the blink of an eye right now you know sure that's, that's how it goes so 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 it's more difficult right now to to get, you know, that kind yeah, of thing started, but I think that's what we need. That's what we wanted to. Do. Yeah, it and what, it, clamoring. You, for it. you remember, like in the eighties, when it was like I was you would you would see someone they would dress a certain way, and it was like, oh, they're going to be going to this place tonight, and like they, I can assume based on their look that they belong to this niche. That. And they'll probably be going out in this neighborhood tonight or this scene and they're going to go see the Clash tonight. Yeah. You know, they're, they're part of this scene. Like, oh, it's clear to me that this oh, guy- you're wearing a big gray suit. You're going to yeah. go see the talking head. It's all just a bunch of, it's a bunch of like, don't want, there is no like true style anymore. There's just nice outfits and not nice outfits. Yeah. Like there there's not like, I'm not walking, I do see a little bit of it. You know, I think New York more so than most places, has it a little bit. Like, you see, like, someone in, like, a really interesting outfit. But it's, like, I don't know what scene that is. It's just, like, a – it's, like, oh, okay. Like, that's cool. Like, you know, you see a lot of, like – An expressive, of style. Expressive um, people. And and obviously, like, there's always, like, the predominant, like, drag queen community here and everything. But Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you could, like, be, like, oh, this is a blank guy. This is a blank girl or blank whatever, you know, human. Like, oh, this is a – they, they were, I feel like in the '80s and '70s there were so like, let's talk about disco. Like, oh, this is a disco guy. Like, he's going to be going to this place tonight. He listens to ELO, and that's that's like the those are his friends. That's what he belongs to, right? There is there is no that anymore, right? There, oh, no, it, like, there's no like scenes. Ugh. It's weird, and it, it, I think you're right. The internet definitely has something to do with it. it, it and it, they just vanished. They just totally vanished. Kai, Kai, Kai. KY, my friend, we have to land this plane. I've been thinking this for the last 30 minutes. This bird's going down. This bird, you know, it's this is twice the length of our, our most recent episodes. We've been this is life-changing stuff. It's good stuff. And <laughs> I, I think I I think two people will get to the very like, to, to this point of the podcast. How do we land this plane? How do we say t- incorporate everything we've talked about today? The the growth uh-huh. Of man, you know, uh-huh. the, the charitability, you know, the I uh the the word of the week, uh-huh. which was uh, a word that Elmasenary, you know. Right. Uh what else did we talk about? We talked about rooms getting together. Well, let's be very let's make something crystal fucking clear for the people yeah. here. Is that it's we had plenty people We had plenty of LMA scenario tonight. We were very charitable. With our words to you. Exactly. I think that there's a lot of good stuff here to to kind of digest and think about. And I certainly feel like I was given a service for no compensation from Sean here. I love connecting with Sean. Love it. Love connecting with Kai. So there's the, charitabil- there's, there's the charity right there, right? You you do something without expecting anything in return. <laughs> this is charity. And we do this podcast. We don't expect shit. Except we want you to log on to patreon.com slash the blink of an eye. <laughs> and the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Kai Graven show. That's right. That's all we expect. Well, that's that, all we expect from you. That's really nothing. It's, it's still not a charity. charity. a month, $1 to me, $1 to him. Right. Um, But to end the show, I think maybe we should talk about the word next week. How about it, Sean? You know what? We have taken recently to asking our guest Mm -hmm. to come up with a random word. Uh, Since you are a guest host today, I want you to think of a random word of anything at all uh, Mm -hmm. that we can use as inspiration for next week. I'm thinking L- I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. Joe, log, <laughs> <laughs> and with that, this has been the blink of an eye. Uh, we are a show. We are up every two weeks. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us uh, TikTok. We have we're on all the things. Uh, our our episodes have been getting pretty good. This may have been. <laughs> A little off kilter, a little off form, but I think it was an amazing conversation. Uh, you never know what to expect on the blink of an eye with heavy. Sean Mako. And with that, Kai, you can <laughs> go you. fuck yourself. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this off. Nick usually does this.